0: season's going to end on a double doink. Oh, the goodness. Philadelphia Eagles okay. are Super Bowl okay. champions. Oh. Eagles fans oh. everywhere, this is for you. Let the celebration begin. There's going to be a parade on hey. And your host... Brendan Deeg and Eric it's Warner. Hester's going to take it all the way for a touchdown. Hello, football faithful, and welcome back to another episode of the Double Dwing Podcast. My name is Brendan Deeg. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you haven't already please hit that subscribe button. We would greatly appreciate it. You can also rate the podcast and review the podcast wherever you do listen to your podcast. It would also be greatly appreciated. We want to thank BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Not everyone is someone they can lean on and talk to. That's where BetterHelp comes in. With BetterHelp, you have access to over 20,000 licensed therapists. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. If you've ever searched for a counselor in your area, you know, it could take weeks or even months just to get a phone call back. With BetterHelp, you can start communicating as little as 48 hours. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so you can make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. You deserve to prioritize your mental health this year. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Double doing Podcast. And again, we want to thank BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Damn, it feels good to be back, Mr. Eric Warrensey. We are in person recording. How are we doing? Doing well, Brandon. It is good to be back in this basement
1: doing this again. That Hello Football Faithful felt good. That's right. We're back. A little break felt nice, though. You know, just reset. We've been doing so many episodes. Yeah. It was a nice little break was nice. But we mixed a David Amber in the middle. That's right. Yep. Yeah. That was a good
0: episode. Great guy to talk yeah, to. Yeah, well, now
1: that football... You get into the off season
0: faster than I do. I'm I'm still in full hockey and <laughs> basketball mode right now. I just I told you before the episode today felt like the football off season. like the combine. All the rumors started today. You had all the interview processes start. Like all the prospects, Kenny Pickett was on the mic today. Um, Canadian John Mechie was on the mic today. Like all the all the prospects were kind of talking. You had the um, you had the GM stock. Howie Roseman was on the microphone today. Um, I saw. Jocyna Anderson interviewing um, Ron Rivera, like you, you just had, you just had these people that have been away from us for the past two weeks, starting to communicate and talk, and today just felt to me like, okay, we're finally back. Because I'll be honest, I was like checked out of football for the last two, I, I say about fifteen days. What, well, how long the Super Bowl has been? What? It's over thirteen. It's about like seventeen half days. Weeks, yeah, yeah. I, I have, I felt like I haven't gave a shit about football in the last seventeen days, so I think my attention spans back now. I did not know John Mechie was Canadian. You did not know that. I did not. Oh, that he's is Canadian, huge. Boy. That's yeah.
1: huge. Is he going to be the highest Canadian ever drafted?
0: Probably right. So I don't even know who, who it went is. third round. So uh, Josh Palmer went third round last year. Was he the highest Canadian taken? No, Nikhil Harry was a first round. Oh, you're right. I always forget Nikhil Harry is Canadian. <laughs> yeah, I always forget that. Mechie's you know, not going to go top. I don't think he'll go first round. Will he? Oh, I thought he had a chance. I think he's hurt. Right. So there's some oh, injury okay. issues. Again, that's a conversation for another day i don't yeah. really know a lot about the draft yeah. yet i just I, I just started diving into the draft today i've watched Traylon burks a lot uh, before i've watched david jobo so um now i'm starting to fully dive in so there will be definitely some draft takes coming before we get into some football stuff i feel like we have to talk about this because we're both big baseball guys we're we're both in the toronto area the toronto blue jays like this is they're no, not saying this is their year but they're supposed to be a competitive team this year right like this sucks The MLB, I'm sure everyone's heard, the MLB has locked down their season. They have canceled the first two series of the year, at least. Mike Silvers warns What do you got to say? Rob
1: Manfred's an absolute dummy. He's getting absolutely bombarded online, and rightfully so. So the way this whole process has been handled has just been so embarrassing. This CBA negotiation... You could have seen this coming from a mile away. How this wasn't worked on years ago blows my mind. There were some big, big issues that the owners and players association needed to iron out. And for them to basically start this two weeks ago is embarrassing. On I don't know if it's a both sides thing. Maybe the owners were the ones that wanted to wait so long to put more pressure on the players. I don't know about that, but... This needed; These two sides needed to be locked in a room and the key needed to be thrown away. And it's just like, they start out in New York. They're like, hey, let's get together. We'll start these. Oh, wait, we're going to be here a while. Let's actually move this down to Florida so we can golf uh, during this. So w- when did they begin talking? Like a couple of weeks ago is when they really started talking. About 45, 50 days ago, they... Announced. Okay. Um. We're the players are in lockout locked out currently. So players who were injured could not go rehab at team facilities. Free agents could not be signed. And that's okay. If you're doing that, then why wasn't the CBA starting to be discussed right away? Why did they then wait about a month to get to Florida and then start talking about things? And apparently. The owner's, quote-unquote, final offer, even though everybody knows it's not the it's final offer. It's never a final offer. Yeah, exactly. Apparently, the, quote-unquote, final offer wasn't even close. So, they've started by canceling the first two series. I think, realistically, April is gone already. Okay. I think it's pretty... Fuck, that sucks. the that mo- The most optimistic part of me says May is the earliest possible. And part of that is because the... Oh, if you look at April in whole, that's probably the lowest earning month for the owners due to a lot of the teams in the north yeah. being outdoors. If you're by, if you're a casual fan who's only going to one or two games a year. You're not and going you're in, in April. The, you're in the north if you're in like exactly, Cleveland or
0: Minnesota, a place like that. Exactly, like Dome, though, right?
1: So April is their lowest earning month. So they I don't think the owners really care that much about losing April, but once the owners start losing games in May, then both sides are really going to be starting to take hits yeah. on this. But I do really respect the players for sticking to their guns because what they're doing is fighting for the lower class player, the, the guy who's shuttling back and forth from MLB to AAA. That guy's getting used and abused right now with yep. service time. Um, It's called service time manipulation, basically. They can send a guy up and down. As many times as they want and not have to give him a major league pay, basically. Which so is unfair. It is. And so I respect these. I respect Max Scherzer who makes... I know that it's hard to... It's hard to really feel bad for Max Scherzer because he's making $45 million a year. But he is in there fighting for these guys who... Say they only get that one to two years of MLB time. Those guys need better paychecks because the owner's paychecks have only gone up. These TV deals that these Major League Baseball teams have are absurd. These owners are making hundreds of millions of dollars every year, and that number has gone
0: up, but player pay hasn't gone up.
1: That's all the players want. The stars
0: get money. Yeah. There's five or 10 that cash in but the middle guys are not getting paid in the MLB anymore.
1: And these teams are now, there's no, there's no, uh what's the word? Like um reward or there's no punishment for being really bad. So you're seeing these teams like the Baltimore Orioles, their owner saying, wait, I can pay $50 million. And let's say we'll win 60 games, or I can pay $30 million for my team and we win 50 games. Yeah. What's the difference? Like, so those 30-year-old veterans who would ma- get the $3 million contract, just a serviceable MLB player, they're being replaced with cheap AAA talent because the owners want to lose. So the more that I'm even now talking about this makes me think even May 1st is really optimistic. Yeah, that's, that's what
0: I was going to ask. Like from what you're saying. Yeah. Like are we, is there any chance that the season's going goodbye for good? Like do you have that sense of feeling at all? I a full season being lost is just a major loss for both sides.
1: Right now like with these first games being canceled, this is the first time now the players are starting to lose paychecks. So yep. pressure's on them. Once it gets into May and owners are losing gates from May on, the pressure's also on them because then they have to start giving TV deal money back to these TV networks. Okay. So the pressure is really now just getting going. So I don't see a full season being lost, but I do at, at least a month or two is gone.
0: So there's this, there's a Yankees writer. I follow on Twitter, Lindsay Adler. She's great. She's one of my favorite baseball writers. She had a tweet yesterday that kind of went viral, but Rob Manfred said on December 2nd, simply put, we believe that an offseason lockout is the best mechanism to protect the 2022 season. We hope that the lockout will jumpstart the negotiations and get us to an agreement that will allow the season to start on time. The next proposal didn't come till forty three days later. There you go. Yeah, like, they just wasted forty days. It's it's insane. Like it's embarrassing. So I'm not. I, I don't really know a lot about like the the ins and outs of the baseball business side compared to you. Like I I don't. I'm not going to throw out takes that I don't know about. I will say this, just from kind of like an outsider's perspective. Rob Manfred's not doing a great job of running this league, and he deserves a lot of blame here. I, like a lot of people are kind of jumping back to me on Twitter saying it's not his fault. It's the owner's fault. But he's okay. the one who's like, supposed to facilitate. Exa- yes, exactly. Like, you can't say it's the 32 other guys' fault. Rob Manford holds no blame here. Like, he holds some blame. Like, he's just not... He doesn't seem like the greatest guy in the world either. Like, you saw his press conference yesterday. He was laughing. He was about, smiling. Yeah, and then, like, you posted that picture of the group, which I, I shared back to Twitter. But then golfing. Yeah. Boxing was... his golf swing in the middle of negotiations. He called... I, I heard on Twitter he called the, the trophy a hunk of metal. Yeah. Last year, like... It just doesn't seem like he has the players and the fans' best interests in mind, which it's not his job, to. He's supposed to have the owner's best interest in mind. But he still has to have some empathy and just some overall... Just be nice yeah, and, and be and a good just, human being, if that makes sense. So that's just my take on the whole I, situation.
1: I do understand the people online's argument when they say, hey, he's just doing what the owners want, but he is supposed to get these negotiations going. If the owner... If the owners can submit their proposals that they want, but they have to submit proposals. And Manfred's job is to get those proposals out of the owners. I also read online somewhere that the way that the owners as a whole, the 32 of them as a group, it only takes a group of eight to nix something, to hold something up. It's not a majority. It's not like so a 50. 23
0: owners on board. Right. Like okay. if
1: 23 owners aren't willing to give something up, or I mean, sorry, eight, If eight owners aren't willing to vote on, say, expanded playoffs, then it's done. Like it's so it's that's why things are so hard to seem right to me. I know it's like a less than majority (laughs) ruling is all it takes to nix something. So that's a big reason why this is taking so long. And I believe there's already been like 12 proposals back and forth each way, and they're still not close. So Hmm. it's a mess. It's sad because right now it's spring like we're we're it, supposed it, to be like especially in canada you're like this winter's almost over like it's that sign of we're gonna be golfing soon we're gonna have jays baseball soon and you just don't really
0: feel that way right now like i was looking at my phone like on my app like the score app that i used to see the games you just see like spring training games canceled 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 yeah. like it's and like i don't know baseball to me is like the start of summer it, kinda, yeah. it, it, it it revs that engine where you know you good weather's coming it, well especially just where we live in general right I, I don't know I'm, I'm kind of sad about this it sucks and I, I know yeah. baseball fans around the world I'm not even the biggest baseball fan compared to others and it, it, it it's me right so
1: yeah and the problem is that they also do have a issue with the on field product right now and that it's, the game's yeah, taking it's so work. long yeah like this is a, a t- lot of issues. Yeah, like, yeah, this is not
0: just the only issue baseball has.
1: This isn't a good time to be losing the casual fan when they're struggling as is. I believe I saw that the the average age of a baseball fan right now is fifty seven. <laughs> right. That's not that good. sounds about right. And young people aren't going to have the patience to wait through a lockout and come back. So they got to, Robbie
0: Manfred figure it out, bud. So I was gonna go. We're gonna. I was gonna talk some rappers and Leafs, but I, I think we can kind of move on. There's not much. I we'll, we'll get, There's a lot. Whole playoff run coming, so we got a yeah. Ton of, a ton of. Thirty talking. games each for them. They're. So the uh, rappers played fifty nine. For... My, I Oh, my they only have twenty. Right. Okay. I think there's. I could be wrong. I and mean, then the Leafs played fifty three. Yeah, Is the Leafs right? have just under thirty. Yeah. Oh, fuck man, it feels like they played a lot more than that. It feels like this I is taking you so long. I guess because the they, they at least had a bunch of COVID trouble right in the middle of the year, right? So yeah. they had a lot of catching up to do. But I'm looking forward to both these teams in the playoffs. Like, I, I was talking to my mom about this the other day. Like, football's gone, but we get like yeah. a nice, there's going to be a nice three week to month window of some quality playoff sports coming on both leagues. So definitely looking forward to covering that on this podcast as well. Um, why don't we get a read from you about Manscaped and then we'll jump into football? Can I get a round of applause, please?
1: Today I'm excited to announce Manscaped launched their ultra-premium collection. Believe it or not, it's for your not-so-private parts. I'm talking about leveled-up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. This is an all-in-one skin and hair kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe, literally. Manscaped is trusted below the waist, now trust them with the rest. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with code DOINK. We all know how essential the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is for that precise trim below the waist. Their advanced skin safe technology reduces cuts to your most delicate area, but now you can enhance your perfect grooming routine with their ultra premium collection. This package includes Manscaped Premium Deodorant, Hydrating Body Moisturizer, Body Wash. Two-in-one shampoo and conditioner plus a free gift, a three-pack set of lip balm that's made up with ingredients such as vitamin E, peppermint, and eucalyptus oil. That three-pack of lip balm is huge for me. Monica steals my lip balm all the time. (laughs) Drives me nuts. She's not touching those. Get 20% off and free shipping with code DOINK at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code DOINK.
0: So, did you have binoculars to read Kyler Murray's statement? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> did those glasses help you out?
1: Talk about, like, not reading the room. Or like, I didn't read it. Did you no. read the whole thing? I
0: read, like, the bottom part. Nobody bar. did. What the hell was that? I'm sorry. I know it was a couple of days ago. We haven't talked since. I got to bring this up. What the fuck was that statement that him and administration
1: put out? I believe it was something like a thousand words. And basically, the whole message was, I want money. Yeah. Like, I, I was so embarrassed by it. I I had red big red flags about Kyler Murray from his on-the-field play. I have even bigger red flags about Kyler Murray right now off the field. If he is worried about money after he's been in the league for three years, has zero playoff wins, and to be asking for money, I am I'm floored because Kyler, you were drafted number one overall in the NFL. Money is never going to be an issue for you the rest of your life. How he hasn't realized that blows my mind. He just got his butt whipped by the Rams. And you're telling me the first thing that's on his mind is his contract. Not how can I be better? How can the Arizona Cardinals get better next year so that I'm not out after the first round of the playoffs? Like that is a huge concern for me. And now I understand why maybe this front office did have some character
0: issues about yep. Kyler. It's been thrown out there. Larry Fitzgerald attack. Did you see Larry Fitzgerald's no. statement? So Larry Fitzgerald told Greg Jennings, who was on the herd a couple of days ago, that there are some players that are not big fans. Kyler Murray, he's kind of diva Um I think the exact quote was he. they threw out the red carpet from really early and it kind of messed with his head. And now he's just a diva monster. Like this was the definition of a diva thing to do. Like the statement was ridiculous. Why the small font? Why put it out like this? Why not just speak to reporters at, at a press conference and just like say like a couple sentences, hey, I want to get paid. You are allowed to say you want to get paid. It's not the end of the world. But to do it this way and after the way the season ended and the timing, it's February 27th and you're releasing this. So I was looking up like past like past contracts of quarterbacks. So the third year is when players start wanting to get paid. So he's kind of on the right timetable, but I feel like he's a few months early. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes didn't sign their extensions in their 30th of July. All right. So he's four months ahead of schedule of when Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes signed their contracts and newsflash Kyler, they deserve their contracts uh. a lot more than you did. I I feel like this is this is kind of a worry tactic for like they're scared. I feel like that he's going to maybe flame out this year and not get the contract that he wants. Cause here's a good comparison. I heard this over the airwaves a couple of times. Baker Mayfield did not get paid after his third year. Fourth year was a disaster. Now look at where he's in this situation. Baker and Kyler were at both at Oklahoma. They probably talk a lot, right? I feel like he's wants what? his money now. Cause he's worried about what's going to happen. But the thing is Baker flamed out. Baker's still getting a hundred million dollars
1: from someone. Somebody in the league is giving yeah, him a no, five-year I mean, deal at twenty-five million
0: dollars. He could he could have done that last offseason though. No. I, <laughs> I don't Baker know if Mayfield will fun.
1: never have to worry about money his entire life. Yeah, neither but, will Kyler
0: Martin. Yeah, but you want to be the top paid guy. Like I, I get where you're coming from, but I just and this also feels like kind of a let's open the door to when we ask for a trade down the road, we'd be like, hey, I told you so. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is like opening a door for a trade request down the the road. Yeah. I guess it's just,
1: I got to get more used to the modern athlete just being so (laughs) diva-like. Like, it blows my mind that this guy, after the way that that year ended, that money's all that's on his mind. And like you said, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes... Forced their teams to pay, them. and they, they rightfully think- deserved, and they should have got paid when they did. Right. If Kyler Murray wants to be paid like those guys, then go out next year and, and
0: prove be it. as good yeah. as them. Like Lamar Jackson won an MVP and didn't get paid the next off season, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why isn't Lamar Lamar Jackson should be the one screaming for a contract right now? Right. Do You and- see Lamar complaining and bitching the media, making all these statements. Here's a great stat for you. Over the last three years, since 2019, Kyler Murray entered the season. Okay. There have been 43 quarterbacks in the NFL who have thrown at least 550 passes. Can you take a guess where Kyler Murray sits out of those 43 in EPA per play over the last three seasons?
1: Hmm. But so is this only looking at his passing stats? Or so does this it, is
0: EPA per play by a quarterback.
1: So will it would include his
0: running? Yeah, if it's if season includes running, Okay. Yeah. So there's 43 quarterbacks that have thrown at least that have had at least 550 snaps. On, on the NFL, 43 of them. Where does Murray sit out of those 43 in e-paper play over the last three years? Give him, like, 14. 22nd. No way. 22nd. He's about wow. middle of the pack in efficiency as a quarterback over the last three seasons.
1: And he was I 12th the, last year. Like, he was, like. Right. Just, I always, I feel like the last two years anyways, there's been two Kyler
0: Murrays. Like, yep. before injury Kyler Murray exactly. and after injury like Kyler he, he had, I think in that playoff game, two carries for six yards. Like he had a bad ankle injury that was clearly bothering him. I think that happened to him the year before that as it well. There is there's death. Like if you're Arizona, you're not just opening up the back of the briggs truck up and paying this guy. Like, why would you you there's no need to pay him. He's under contract for one more year. You can do the fifth year option, which I'm assuming they would do no matter what. I don't feel the need Arizona to pay this guy right now. No. And he's going to want – so the highest paid quarterback in the NFL this year is Matt Ryan at $48 million. I'm assuming he's going to be asking for that. Are you going to pay Kyler Murray four years at $50 million a year? Are you going to give him a four-year $200 million guaranteed contract? Right now, well, fuck no. Like, I'm, like, I'm not doing
1: what? that. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy to me. And also, when you're deciding to give out that kind of money – character in your locker room is a huge factor in that. Like from all accounts, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are excellent teammates from all accounts. Lamar Jackson's an excellent teammate too. And I'm sure, I'm sure Lamar will get paid and that will be a big factor in it. In the fact that his locker room believes in him as the guy, if there's even one guy in that locker room that doesn't believe Kyler Murray is the guy, that is a huge issue and it needs to be dealt with immediately and him releasing a statement with this kind of font doesn't help his <laughs> it, locker
0: room status. I, I, I was like squinting at it, like, "What the hell am I?" Like, I'm not reading this. It was just this. lawyer <laughs> speak. Yeah. Like, it was. It was from. So, and uh, I think it's important to add that his Kirk um, Cliff Kingsbury and the GM Steve Kahn both got extensions today. They're now extended through the 2027 season. Kingsbury got an extension. Got extended today. You didn't see that? No. Kingsbury way. got paid today yeah. So 20. Let me just pull up the exact details. Of it. Um Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kine both agree to contact extensions. I'll keep them through the twenty twenty-seven season. There's no money. So they're now tied together. What? So we're 2022. Another five years are tied together to the hip. Wow. That's <laughs> bold. I uh I don't like that. <laughs> no, not at all. And
1: Cliff Kingsbury, we've he's been a topic on this podcast many times, neither like I still don't know what the air raid offense is.
0: (laughs) And, like, I just I don't feel their need. Like, what was the need to tie these two together to the hip till 2027? Steve Kime hasn't been the greatest GM. They've made the playoffs once since 2015, which was last year. Like, that's what are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't. And again, I I talked, we talked about this uh, like when the season was over with Arizona, when we were kind of going over their future in the offseason. I said Kingsbury should be back next year. And I, I do believe he should be back. I'm not saying that he should have been fired. Because he's getting better every year by year. It's just, I feel like this is a rush. Like if you, let's say you extend Kyler Murray for another five years. You're going to be tied up to see if kind of click things Kyler Murray for the next five years. Are you that confident you're going to get a championship out of that trio? I'm not. I don't no. think Arizona is either. It's it's a weird situation. That As, is a
1: really tough spot. And I'm yeah. very happy
0: I don't have to make that yeah. decision. All right, so we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven more quarterbacks we're going to be discussing. Um, Murray, Rogers, Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz, Jimmy Garoppolo, Derek Carr, Matt Ryan. Quarterback carousel is about to get underway in football, so we thought we'd spend the rest of the episode discussing what's going on with these quarterbacks, where are they going to play, what potential trade-off or it it take, what team matches up well. We're just going to break it all down for you before we do. CoolBet is also sponsoring this podcast. They are the most transparent gaming company in the world. CoolBet also provides the best odds in Canada with world-class customer service. First-time users use the possible Doink, doink for 100% welcome bonus under $200 when signing up with CoolBet. That's called Doink, and CoolBet will match your first deposit up to $200. Give our friends at CoolBet a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at CoolBetCanada. CoolBet, stay cool. And bet responsibly, okay. Why don't we talk about your boy and Rodgers? Um, today Brian Gutenkoos came out and said that nobody is calling him for trade offers. I'm assuming he's not going anywhere. Our stance hasn't changed on this. I,
1: I'm just,
0: I don't know. Like, does he
1: even <laughs> know? Like, he's said, you're Like,
0: sick of him, eh? I'm so
1: sick of hearing this guy's name. <laughs> like, let me know where you're playing next year, and then we'll go
0: from there. I just So he wasn't on Pat Pat McAfee yesterday. I thought he was on every Tuesday. He said his statement was coming soon. It's been soon since he said that. The combine starts tomorrow. Free agency starts May 16th. He's got to make a decision ASAP. And I am assuming that he's staying all signs. Green Bay's doing stuff on the outside to make it look like that he's staying. So they hired Tom Clements as the quarterback coach. Apparently Aaron Rodgers and him are very close. He basically handpicked him to come. They just restructured Aaron Jones' contract, and did was it back to that they restructure him as well? I think they, they freed up about fifteen million dollars in cap space from players. They're, they're they're the decisions they're making are pointing towards Rodgers coming back for one more year.
1: Yeah, I mean it's the I would say it's the easiest division in football. Yeah, right why now. would you go anywhere? Yeah, so I mean he's got a route to the playoffs. You've, if you've lived in Green Bay for that long. You can live there another year, and like
0: I feel like this is the best chance to win. If you want to win a Super yeah. Bowl, where else he gonna go? Like you said, you're playing against the Bears, Lions, and Vikings in this in the same division, NFC weak quarterback uh, conference right now. I, I just I don't yeah. I don't see a, I don't see him playing yeah. anywhere else besides Green Bay next year. So
1: March second, we're saying he's staying. Tune in March 9th when <laughs> we're saying he's gone. Yeah,
0: it's so he's so hard to predict, yeah. and I think I feel like since last year he's being very weird with who he tells shit to. Because, like, remember that all got leaked out of Schefter? Someone screwed him over, or I don't know what happened, but nah. it feels like he's very tight to his chest this year with what he says and does. Nah. All right. Russell Wilson, up next on our quarterback carousel talk. Pete Carroll said today, there is no intentions of trading Russell Wilson. He said that GM John Schneider is at talks with teams about potential trading but he says there is no intentions to trade him. My take on this is... Russell Wilson is not going anywhere.
1: Yeah, I trust Pete Carroll when he says that. I think Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson have an in-depth relationship. And if Pete Carroll says that, I think he actually genuinely yep. means it. I think that's a huge mistake for the Seahawks. This roster is
0: borderline horrific. Yeah, they have a bad, they give a bad roster, but I, okay, I'll let you finish. Do you have anything else on this? I, I think my moods change on this topic.
1: Russell Wilson is a good quarterback. Yep, You could say a great quarterback, I'd agree with that. But he's still a declining asset. Russell Wilson's best football is behind him. If you could get a haul for him today, I think you should. I think you borderline have to make that trade. Because Russell Wilson next year is not getting you as much as he's getting you
0: right now. I, I don't and know. What if, I don't know about that though. That, what if Russell Wilson falls off a cliff this year? That's true, but he already kind of did. Like, why I think that? I think he has a chip on his shoulder right now. I think he wants to go back. I think he wants to kind of reestablish himself in the league, prove himself that last year was kind of a fluke. Um, it was a bad year. It happens, right? The Seahawks have been a great team for ten years. They were kind of due for a bad year. I feel like Russell Wilson wants to go back. Seattle wants him back. And it's a one more year thing. They say on this topic though, what would you trade for Russell Wilson right now? If you, uh, let's say you are the Denver Broncos. What would you realistically trade for Russell Wilson today? March 2nd, 2022. I don't even think I would give three first rounders. I think
1: I would do two firsts and like a third. I don't. Cause he is, what is he? 33? 34, I think. 34 years old. And he was hit a lot early in his career. He's been the most
0: hit quarterback in the NFL in the last 10 years.
1: Right. So that's what I mean when as good of a quarterback as Russell Wilson is, 33, by the way. He's not getting better over the next three years. You're buying a declining asset. I personally wouldn't give up the three first. I would probably keep it with two. Okay. But I understand if somebody says I would go three first.
0: So if I was Denver, I would trade three first-round picks for Russell Wilson today. I would. What do I think he do? I think he's worth that? Probably not. I think you're on the right track. There, two firsts and a second, two firsts and two thirds, something along those lines. I guarantee you, right now, teams that are calling the Seattle Seahawks, Seattle is saying to them four first-round picks. That's right. what they're probably saying to teams. But I don't think he's worth that. And that's why I don't think Russell Wilson's going anywhere. Why? Yeah. There's no team trading for first-round picks from out there. There's no chance. But that's what Seattle's going to be asking for. And look, if you are a quarterback desperate team, I could there be a team out there that offers three in two seconds and maybe kind of wheels and deals them in? Washington, Denver could be that. It's just it feels like to me the best course of action for the Pete Carroll, the Seattle Seahawks, and Russell Wilson is for him to return for one more year, figure it out. Maybe they have some cap space. They can draft some guys. You can flip rosters on a dime in the NFL. You can't. It's not not unheard of. And when you have a guy like Russell Wilson, you can easily do it because you have a top 10 quarterback in the
1: NFL. I also think a big factor in this is the fact that as we're learning through this discussion, there's quite a few quarterbacks that could be available. If Russell Wilson was say the only quarterback available, yeah, okay, maybe four first-round picks make sense. But like we're going to talk about Jimmy G. What's he his trade
0: value? Yeah, What's Derek Carr's Russell trade Russell Wilson's a different. he's
1: is a he? Different, he? Yeah, he's, I had him in fantasy oh. last year.
0: <laughs> yeah, he had a bad. But like, I feel like Russell Wilson. Is, he he's a player that changes the course of your franchise. If he walks in your building for the next four or five years, you know you are getting top quality quarterback play and you have a chance of making the playoffs. You don't you can't say I don't, that with Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: I don't think that that's a guarantee that you're getting elite quarterback play. You might be getting good quarterback play. You might be getting great quarterback play. You are in the mix. I don't think you're getting elite quarterback play which is trading 3 plus first round picks. You better be getting elite quarterback play if you're giving up that type of package. Yeah. And I just also the fact that Russell Wilson in his career, when he is at his best is when he's on the move, out of the pocket, extending the play. Last year the reason I think he struggled so much was because he lost a step in that regard. He, he, he wasn't getting he yep. wasn't getting out of the pocket as easily and that's only going to continue
0: to trend downwards as he ages. You're right, he's running he's running less. I think the finger issue was a problem before he went out the last three games, Russell Wilson, um, the last three weeks of the season, Russell Wilson had 116 pass rating, nine touchdowns, one interception. He played pretty good football in the stretch. I also watched his highlight tape. Tyler Lockett was really good this year. Yeah, I probably, like yeah. I, it, it, Russell Wilson's highlight tape the first two weeks, like Lockett yeah. was just like wide I mean, open everywhere. I don't know. I mean, random but but the,
1: I guess that's my whole thing with the Seahawks. Like they have Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. They have nothing else. Yeah, that's true. They don't have Jamal Adams. one. <laughs> they have a twenty million dollar run stuffer. Oh God. What a, how do you think John
0: Shatter regrets that trade right now? Oh my god. He probably wants uh he wants a time machine to go back on that one. Well I I, I think both of overall takes series is not going anywhere. I you think it's the wrong decision. I, I think it's fine. I think you can get if he plays well, I think you could still get three first round picks from next year if you want. If he plays well. He's 33, by the way. Um, TBD. He's, yeah, to be determined, I guess. I People were shredding me on Twitter when I said they were going to ask him for four, four, four first-round picks. Like, that's what they're going to ask for, guys. That's not saying what he's worth. That is what Seattle is going to want for him today. But, again, that's what teams obviously overvalue their own players. It happens all the time. Okay. Sean Watson, not much news on him coming out right now. So the latest on him is teams are still waiting to see if a grand jury is going to indict him. They have until April 1st to do so. So stuff, I think this is a draft play again. Like remember that draft last year, people thought he's going to get traded. It's come full circle a year later. I, I don't see him, anything happening to the draft. If, he, if he's going to get indicted, then it's all out the window. If he's not, then the civil court will take it. The civil court's been postponed again. So this situation really doesn't have an end date. April 1st, I guess, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, yeah, the only
1: real news is that the Miami Dolphins yeah. are out. Apparently. as soon If he gets cleared, they're I mean, right exactly, back in. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It
0: was, Like I said, I think it was just bullshit. I think they just wanted the reporters to stop talking. Yeah. Stop asking me about him, basically. Yeah, so
1: yeah, again, no, no. TBD with him. Yep. Same thing we've said for a full year now on Deshaun Watson.
0: All right, Warren Z, here we go. Your boy, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. So, so contract, I was looking up today. So if they were to cut him, they would have $15 million in dead money, and they would save $13 million. So you can realistically cut him if you wanted to. I think there's a scenario where he gets cut. Like, I I, I seriously do. I think there is a, like a, a realistic possibility that they don't find a trade partner for him, and they cut him. Mm. And I guess I should point out first, I think he's gone. There's no chance he's coming back in India. I I don't think there's any chance. Right. I
1: mean, when a team just misses the playoffs, there's two different ways you just miss the playoffs, right? It's, oh, you you fought hard. You just came up short. Couple injuries here, couple injuries there. Hey, you know what? Let's run it back. I have confidence. And then there's losing to the Jags week 17. Bad, bad. Something has to change. You can't run it back and act like that didn't happen. Something has to change. It wasn't
0: the head coach. It wasn't the GM. It's got to be the quarterback. Yeah. So Chris Ballard the GM is saying things like he's gone, that like he said you'll find out soon if he's going to be leaving like all the talk. That's why I think he's gone just the What the way they're speaking about it and stuff, it just it, I think there's too much smoke um in the building for him to come back. Do you think they should get rid of him is the question. I have oh, for. Oh god, you. yes. Okay. Yes. So you all really right. Who, who do you so then what's the replacement? Like what? What? What are you gonna do? You're not getting Aaron Rodgers, we just talked about. You're not getting Russell Wilson, we just talked about. Sean Watson's a pipe dream at the moment. Who's coming in to replace Carson Wentz? warranty? Jimmy G. Okay, so you. So, you're. I just feel like there's a lateral move. Carson Wentz. Look, I, I Carson Wentz will never be the guy that I thought he was going to be. He's never going to be 2017 version. You just take. Like, I feel like we're all getting short sighted on the last game of the year. What happened? He was bad. He was very bad. He was the reason they lost the game. Ripped him on this podcast. I will always say that was a. Horrible performance by Carson Wentz week 18 against the Jaguars. Take his whole season into context. He was 17th in E.P. per play, 15th in passer rating, he had 27 touchdowns, only seven picks. Receivers sucked. Michael Pittman was their number one receiver. You could argue he's not a number one receiver. Zach Pascal was their second leading receiver. He I think he finished 70th in receiving yards, and it was all the beginning of the year. During, like I I just I agree that ideally you do want to get a better quarterback than Carson Wentz, but it's not that easy. Like Jimmy Garoppolo mm. is really gonna take this team? Like you're gonna you're gonna go laterally to Jimmy Garoppolo after Carson Wentz? Like that's the move? Well, when you have
1: a two thousand yard rusher and an offensive line like that, I want a game manager more than I want Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz loses football games. He yeah, did. you say you're say he's only throws seven picks. I honestly think he lost three games single handedly with those interceptions. I just look at the way this team's built and Carson Wentz doesn't elevate them. I don't think no, he, he doesn't. he's a too much of a issue and like when you you have that conversation about Kyler Murray and your locker room status, I think people look at Carson Wentz yep. and say he's not the guy. And I think
0: that's a huge I think that's actually a big reason why they're going to move on from is like off-field stuff.
1: Yeah, like I don't I think don't, it's just on-field. I don't think that Carson Wentz commands a locker room. I don't know anything about Jimmy G in that. Respect, but I just think that you look at some of the mistakes Carson Wentz made last year, and they're so glaring that you can't forget about them. And That's like the I problem.
0: said, at the, somebody plays
1: like I said at the start, like something has to change. Like, you can't you can't lose to the Jags like that. Like, I think that Ursay is a little bit of a lunatic and he <laughs> is crazy, but he has the right to be furious. Yep. At what happened, and he wants someone's head. And if it's Carson Wentz, then so be it. Like somebody has to pay for that loss.
0: So Jimmy G, and where does, is Jimmy, okay, does does Wentz like land on his feet? Does Wentz have a Does Wentz have a trade any trade value right now? Do you think at all? He didn't last year. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He got a first and third round pick for him. Uh, I have a hard time seeing any team giving up any sort of uh val like any sort of asset for him right now, like can make the argument six-round pick, but you're paying him again. You're paying him over $28 million. You might
1: as well just wait for him to be a free agent.
0: Yeah. If so, you have interest agreed. in him, wait a year, and you can get him for free. They have until March, I think, March 18th, the bonus kicks in for once, I believe. So they have, like, two weeks to kind of figure this out. So a decision's coming soon. I don't think he has any trade value, like, little to none if he does. It doesn't mean I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I just, with what's happened and, like, the, all the stuff going surrounding him right now, I just don't see a team willing to give up yeah. like six. Like I, Bridgewater, went for six. Like, could you get could you get could you, you, you fetch a six round pick for him? Maybe
1: it's rare when you don't hear anybody backing up their quarterback. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you well, hear rumblings like that and stuff, normally you'll hear hear a couple players come out and be like post or something. Yeah, yeah. somebody yeah. say, Wentz is my guy?" Hey, you guys put some respect on this guy's name. You know, posts like that or even just a coach
0: like Frank Reich has not come out and said. I like Carson Wentz. He, he said, he said sort of today. Hey, it was like, he had a funny press conference. He's like, I've always backed Carson Wentz. It was kind of my idea. And the way he said, it, he's like, like crap, I shouldn't have said that. Like it was <laughs> yeah. not, it should it. have been my, like he, it's almost like he wanted to retract like you, that he got in the world that it was his idea to bring him in. So I agree. I, I think they're frustrated it, it, internally. I, I think that, that they thought they were getting something different personality wise. And then the play wise as well, just didn't, just didn't work on the field. I just I just don't know what you're going to get better. Like Jim, Carson Wentz pretty much the definition of a dead average quarterback right now. And like he makes stupid bone-headed mistakes that put him below. But he doesn't really make a ton of turnovers that put him in that average space. So I just don't know what the answer is for Indy. But I guess we're going to find out. Jimmy Garoppolo is next up on our list. I think he's 100% getting traded. There's a zero chance he's back in San Francisco. He's due $27 million next year. If they were to, and any team that gets them or acquires them or for San Francisco right now can cut them to save 26 million. So it's basically non guaranteed, though. So you can, what you, I might real, I think what's going to happen is a team will trade for him and then resign up to some sort of extension that drops that cap hit down. Yeah, I could see. Like, I don't think, I don't think you're, you're going to sit on a, where's Jimmy
1: G rank in your EPA per play? He had a great fourth, analytic
0: year, fourth last year, tw- seventh since 2019. There you Seven go. Seven since 2019, but that's the thing. Like we both agree that this is there's coaching involved in that's this. A system, like when yeah. you when you take away the Kyle Shannon factor from Jimmy Garoppolo, then what? We haven't so, seen but, that yet.
1: But don't you think Jimmy G could work in a heavy run system like
0: Indianapolis? Then, I guess, like ideally, yes. Like I think I don't know. I like, I don't know what to make of Jimmy Garoppolo this year. I think yeah. this year is going to be very telling. How does he look without Kyle Shanahan? Like, he's been super efficient. I don't think he's that. I think, like, this is, but we always talk about stats can be flawed. Like, EPA per play with Jimmy Garoppolo, I feel like, is very flawed.
1: Yeah. Could you, or, I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on right now and get (laughs) ridiculous. This might be the dumbest thing ever. Maybe it has something to it. Bruce Arians came out and said it would cost five first-round picks for Tom Brady. Let's be real here, Bruce. If Tom decides, hey, I kind of want to play again. Only team I'll play for, though, is San Francisco. Could you just do me a favor? Could you flip me to San Fran? Huh. I've heard and this, the guy what? coming back the other way? Is it G? Jimmy G? Does wow. he land in Tampa? And then, I guess, if, if Tom Brady comes out and says, I want to play for San Francisco, like they have to they take, move don't, him to don't San they? Francisco, yeah. like, you
0: have to make... It worked. That was his childhood team. He grew up a 49ers fan. Yeah, from but his, I his guess hometown that, team.
1: I'm just saying that in the sense that Jimmy G has a trade piece, I think is a pretty He has value. It, it, yeah, exactly. Has value. Like he, they're
0: getting he's they're getting something. For That's him. what I wrote here. So the Tom Brady thing, I don't think Brady's coming back this year. This off season. I'm under the belief that if a team gets court, like us say trade Lance goes down halfway through the year, right and. You could you could slot Brady in a system that he knows or is comfortable with halfway through the year. I think that's reasonable. I don't think he's going to start on an NFL team in twenty twenty two. I don't. But I, I think, also don't think he's done. I think Brady is going to miss
1: football so much. Yeah, but
0: when is that? When's that? Like, click June, in his head? May. May, June. Okay. Like, I don't think it right is after the read.
1: draft. I think he's going to miss it. So he's a robot
0: okay so he's so only
1: known football for the last 20 years
0: odds right now brady let's let's do it yes or no yes he puts football no he puts football out of 100 like for this season This season, 2022 i say 51 percent. okay I don't i'm more I'm that in the
1: majority high. i'm more in the majority that he's playing than he isn't and i think that also maybe that's me looking too much into his retirement thing because he never actually exactly. said the word retire yep yep and maybe that's why he didn't thank the patriots fans because this isn't actually his retirement yet i think he looks around quick looks around quickly at the box and knows that they're going in the wrong direction yep quick shout out to ali marpet retiring at 28 years old that's a huge loss did you know that he played d3 football ali, ali marpet, marpet was a, a d3 football that. player became an absolute stud is turning down what 30 to 40 million dollars yeah, by like 20, retiring? He's
0: 28 years old, he's 28 yeah. years
1: old and is an elite guard. So, I mean, respects to him, whatever he's choosing to do next. But that's a huge loss for this Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks maybe did Tom Brady know that he wasn't coming back?
0: Yeah, 100%. He must have some knowledge. He definitely asked all those offensive linemen, like, What are you guys doing? What's your plans? Like, that was yeah. definitely a conversation that went down. So
1: I think maybe that was part of what led to Brady looking around and saying things aren't looking too hot here. Yep. And the book on Tom, in my opinion, is definitely not
0: closed. I think he's back playing football at some point, but I just don't know when. Anyways, let's let's quickly before we kind of move on to the last three. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, what do you think his trade value is? Like, if you're, I think Pittsburgh feels like a match made in heaven for this. I don't know. That's just my thought. Pittsburgh. You said Indy, that could work. I feel like Indy would be going more of a big swing. I don't know if there's any, like, I don't think Carolina's going for him. Denver, like, I don't think Denver's going. I think Denver would be big big fish hunting. I feel like they are they draft one. I feel like Pittsburgh's a match made in heaven for Jimmy Garoppolo. If I'm yeah. Pittsburgh, I, and the one thing that I was, it's kind of one of my pet peeves is when teams give up a lot of value, like, a lot of uh, assets for a middle-of-the-pack quarterback but I feel like Pittsburgh's in a situation where they kind of have no choice to do so. I think he's worth a second round pick right now.
1: Yeah, sorry, I'm trying to look up. What did he get traded for from the Patriots? Second again? round pick for a second rounder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that that kind of same type yeah. of uh, yeah. I did. I thought it was more than just a second. I think, think it was just a second. Yeah, I just looked it up. Yeah. It is just a second. He got traded for in 2017. Yeah, I could see very, very similar package, maybe like two thirds or a second, yep. something like that. Because, like you said, like the Steelers can't afford to jettison but their roster, it's it's give it's up Mason big.
0: Rudolph is on the roster, like they need to do something.
1: Yeah, but they can't afford. They don't have the roster to be like, yeah, we can move first round picks for a quarterback. Yep, and that's just very. I feel like that's very un Pittsburgh like to make a huge splash like that they believe in their drafting they believe in their development and why wouldn't they so yeah I'll, I'll agree with you second round pick for jimmy
0: g is what i'm expecting all right two more quarterbacks we'll get out of here Derek carr uh, i i feel like if you asked a month ago i think it was more of a chance he gets traded i think now my best guess for Derek carr is that he gets an extension at some point this offseason he's he's due for free agency in 2024 I'm assuming that they sign up to some sort of, hey, we like you, kind of extension. Stick around for a bit. I think he deserves yeah. it too. I, yeah, I, I no. think he fully deserves in a contract extension as of right now.
1: Yeah, he had a great year last year. I was low on him. He made me eat my words. He proved me wrong. He had a terrific year. I think he's happy there. He is a, I believe he was a, he was Fresno State, I believe college. I believe he's a Cal- Cali guy. So being in Vegas, he's nearby. Um, I think, uh, I think he's happy there. And I think he'll, he'll be happy taking a 30 to $35 million type deal. Not a crazy, crazy deal, but what starting quarterbacks in the league make. So Fresno state, you're right. You're yeah, I should state. know every quarterback. I don't know every quarterback. <laughs> Second Do you know, the- Jimmy G went to the most random? I don't know where over. Jimmy G went. Where'd he go? Eastern Illinois oh, with right. Tony Romo. Nice.
0: They're kind of similar, similar play styles. <laughs> A little bit, a little oh, bit, of career, a little bit, clearer as well. Um, yeah, I don't think Derek Carr is going anywhere. I think they should sign him to an extension. Um, he's all like, I was looking at the stats. He was great last year, fourth in completion percentage. Like that offense didn't was kind of all over the place too, right? Like, if they, like of course, what happened to Henry Ruggs, the coaching staff. It was a tough year, and he and he ended up taking the playoffs. So I think he deserves a contract extension. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think a team would have to offer at least three first round picks for him. I don't know if a team would do that. I don't even know if Vegas would do that. Last one, Matt Ryan. I do think there's something to this one. His contract, he's. Scheduled to have the highest cap hit in the NFL of all quarterbacks at $48.6 million for Matt Ryan.
1: I thought he was locked in. So, like, if they even traded him, I thought that the Falcons have that cap hit. So,
0: the investigative work that I've done, and I've double-checked it. So, I, I, I'm 99.9% sure I'm right on this. So, over the next two seasons, if they were to trade him after June 1st. So, it would be a post-June 1st trade, which is difficult because teams are kind of already know what their quarterback is at that point. So it, it kind of complicates things after the June 1st designation. But if they were to trade him after June 1st, it would be $40 million in dead money and $51 million in saved money over the next two years. You do $91 million over the next two seasons. It's insane. But yeah, if you split it, so he's, you're, you're saving about 51000000 million, you'd have $40 in dead cap, and you Matt Ryan would go, and I'm assuming you'd get assets back. Now, it's up to the GM and Arthur Blank if they think that's worth it. I don't know if it is. I think the offer would have to be, have a lot to say with it, how much willing a team's willing to part with mm-hmm. him. But I don't think it's completely out of the question that he's back in Atlanta. I just, that's why I just want to touch on it. Yeah.
1: I guess I should have said this <coughs> about, should have said this about Derek Carr as well. But both him and Matt Ryan, they're both like, they're just staples in the community. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Matt Ryan leaving Atlanta does more, it does a lot off the field too. In that locker room, he's a presence. Just, he's the kind of guy that if you are to – he's not a bad guy to have while you're rebuilding, retooling. Teach yep. guys like accountability. You don't want to just – if you're bottoming out, which I think the Falcons kind of are. I don't think they're a very good <laughs> they're a, team.
0: They're in no man's land.
1: Right. But you don't want to just bring in somebody and punt the season and then you're – like Kyle Pitts gets in the habits of losing, just – not becoming a good pro basically. Like Matt Ryan's just a good guy to have in the room. Same thing with Derek Carr. And the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Like, are they upgrading from Matt Ryan with a major cap
0: hit on the side? I don't see how that's even doable. Yeah, I think you're just basically you wanting to start over. Like if you're trading him, you're you're biting a bullet of 40 million dollars and you're saying we just need a fresh freaking start. Like that's right, like kind of M- what it is. Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> but like I feel like you're just you're 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 not getting quarterback right away. Like you don't really care what happens right away. at quarterback. I feel like you're prepping it right. for the future, like for I guess 2023.
1: Uh, I love Kyle Pitts, but drafting a tight end in that yeah. spot just makes no sense. Cause like they like you said, they're in such no man's
0: absolute no man's land. The Calvin Ridley's probably gonna get traded this offseason. It sounds like there were some rumors out from CBS sports that he's hundred percent probably gone. And then there you got uh, uh who else, uh, Cordell Patterson free agency. Like, is he coming back? What the hell is that guy gonna get paid? Like, they have their, their cap is ugly, they like, kicked it, it, the can down oh, the road for so long. Yeah, it's like, catching up to him. All righty, I think it's all she wrote. We are so happy to be back. That was awesome. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Next week, huge guest coming on, doing James Duffy of TSN, one of our favorites. We grew up. Watching that guy. He is basically, I don't even know how to describe his job. He the is face of TSN. PS, face of TSN Sports. If you're Canadian, you know who James Duffy is. So make sure to tune into that one, and we will talk to you later.